everybody. Welcome to Responding Fire Kickass Raven Gaming Podcast from Alpha Idiots. I'm one of your hosts. He's so hyped up on fucking drugs he can't stand it. Adam Comfort. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. And today we have with us Chad. He's having a good day and slurping a drink. Ah, Michael Lennon. Slurping that hard mountain dew, zero sugar, black cherry. This is true story. This is unique. Like no one else has black cherry hard mountain dew like I do. This survived a near-death vehicle crash at 70 miles an hour into a concrete barrier one year ago on New Year's Eve. This is a this wow. is a celebratory memorial can from that car wreck. It was in the back of my car as it happened. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, you fucked yeah. your car. Yeah, I do remember Because I had to now. pick this Good up. I, as I was crossing <laughs> the border to Tennessee, I was like, fuck, I got to look up grocery stores. Where are grocery stores in Tennessee? Picked one of these up before I left. Didn't drink any on the road. Yeah. That's not why I had the accident. Mm. But now they're everywhere. And also we have with us, he's up north and he's kicking ass and taking bubble gum. Uh, Alex Cozina. Hey, I only realized just as we were starting the stream that my hair looked a little bit on the messy side. So I did my best to kind of part it with my hands. Ooh. How's it going, guys? Mm. Doing good, bud. I like to part things with my hands, too. Ah, very nice. Uh -huh. Uh, you can catch us live on <laughs> twist.tv slash Apple Idiots Sunday evenings at 8.30. YouTube and podcast services Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Remember that Nokia cell phone where you part your cheeks with your hands and your asshole? No, oh, God. I, don't wanna, yeah. I just learned about that on Rapid. The, uh, the engage. Yeah, Patreon.com slash Respond Name Fire. Learn about buttholes and cheek spreading phones. Good Lord, it's wild. Uh, we've got a little bit of news. <laughs> we also have a fun fantasy draft. If you haven't looked at the name of the podcast or... The Twitch notification, we are drafting our fantasy critic league. Us three, you're going to see who does the best by the end of the this year. This is the first one that we've Whoops. ever done that counts, too, because all of us are on it. Well. We're all yeah, taking it sure. seriously, Adam. Yeah. Because every time we've done it, Chad has lost. He's gone against me, and he's gone against Cozy one-on-one, -on -one and he lost no, both times. That's, so. never, that's not true. Worth pointing out. Chad, Adam, and their friends have done this independently on their own time in the past. I actually have also done this on my own time. Everyone has a secret uh, Discord. A couple of years it. ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, in fact, it wasn't even a couple of years ago. It was last year. I actually did it on Secret Discord number one, the Comedy Button Discord. Uh, is that still around? And I came in. Oh, yeah. It's still going strong. I mean, the podcast is done, but uh, we are doing everything in our power to keep it alive. I scored second place on that list. I came pretty close, but ultimately I wasn't able to clench victory with my hands that are also used to open up things. Uh, but I'm hoping to <laughs> make a comeback this time around. Alex, have you, you ever played the, the American Footballman fantasy game and won money? Have you ever done that? Uh, the football version? No. Me neither. Adam won $200. Yeah, wow. about two weeks ago. Yeah. Very good. Because I'm pretty great. You're at PAX uh, East. First, up. first round's on Adam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> first round of something. Uh, starting off with our main quest. Awards that Cozy can get behind. It's from Tom Ivan at VideoGamesChronicle.com. I believe that's the name of the website. The Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences has <laughs> announced the nominees for next month's 27th Annual Dice Awards. Total of 56 games released that last year have been nominated across 23 award categories. Spider-Man 2 is in the running for nine awards, ahead of Alan Wake 2 with eight, Baldur's Gate 3 with seven, and Cocoon, Cocoon with six. Cocoon! Um, <laughs> all four titles are up for Game of the Year prize, alongside Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which has received five nominations. So the interesting thing about this, 
is that the Dice Awards are nominated and voted on by people in the video game industry. And bias And people free, are allowed to talk. Yeah, no bias at all. That's what it is. <laughs> and uh, the developers and people are allowed to talk as long as they want, which is a thing that Cozy has brought up a couple of times in the last month or so. So you should be excited. I hope it gets 5 million views because everyone is very excited for this format of awards show. Yeah. Correct, Cozy? Yeah, you got to believe it. <laughs> this man's not watching the Dice Awards. Uh... <laughs> I will say, I will say, it would be wild. Mm, sorry, this is not the Dice Awards. Cozy, we got to cut you off and move on to the next thing. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak through the wrap it up, please, music. Anyways, uh, it would be wild if Cocoon won victory in this one. I don't think it's impossible, but I also think that it's up against some pretty challenging competition. I do hope that Spider-Man Two gets a little bit more recognition. It's nominated for a lot of spots, and I hope that it manages to clench just a couple of them because that game's real good and i feel like it didn't didn't really get the recognition it deserved i feel so Anyways. bad about the jeffing of spider-man 2 as as bad as i felt about the jeffing of spider-man 1 so yes i do hope that spider-man 2 gets its due because i don't know i feel like it's every every other day i go back and forth on that game where i'm like that game was spectacular and then i'm like yeah, that game was more Spider-Man. I was like, yeah, but it was fucking great, spectacular Spider-Man. It was like, that's the name of one of the comic series. I was waiting for you to say amazing and ultimate, and I was waiting for you to say all of them, but yes, yes. So that'll be cool. Just want to give a shout out to another awards that uh, is a big deal that people like. Maybe Spider-Man will win something. When did these happen? March? That's it for... Um, Next uh, month, what February. Is it? Yeah, February, yeah, February 15th, I think, or something like that. Um, yeah, so coming GDC. up soon. Which is usually March-ish. It was a little bit farther. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but moving on to that, we're going to move on to playtime. Talking about playtime. Talking about playtime. Playtime. Adam's talking about playtime. Cozy. Yours is the interesting thing because it's not a video game. Mm. But is it the game of life that you're playing? <laughs> what are we doing down here? Uh, so I actually want to issue a slight correction. Oh, shit. I, I wrote in the in the show notes document uh, that I've been working on Cozy Cooking Season 4, baby. Well, and I technically you wrote, completely forgotten. <laughs> I'd completely forgotten, and I recognize this doesn't bode well for this game, that I had also completed Stray Gods, the role-playing musical. Oh, yeah. Um, That's right from last time. Yeah, I, I mean, I completed it quite a few days ago at this point, so it's understandable that I would forget about it. Um... Stray Gods, role-playing musical. I talked a little bit about it last week. I was like, this game's good. I'm enjoying my time with it. Not absolutely in love with it. Having now completed the game, my thoughts are more or less the same. I will start with the positive. This game reminded me of a like YA novel in a good way, where it is an easily accessible story about a person navigating a weird and unfamiliar world of these Greek gods are living among us in modern day society and the kind of lore of how it is that these gods currently exist amongst uh, us, you know, what rules they're forced to adhere to, all that stuff is, I, I would say, really well done and compelling. I definitely felt compelled the further I played to kind of learn more and more about them. Um, a, a fun fact about this game, this game was written by David Gator, who is a Canadian uh, narrative designer that previously used to work on the Dragon Age series for Bioware. And playing through this game, it's like you can definitely feel David Gator's influence on this game in a very positive way. You really feel like he, you know, gave this game his all, even though it's, you know, not something on the same level as like a Dragon Age or a Mass Effect in terms of budget. 
Um, I think where this game falls a little short uh, are its musical sequences. Uh, it's like levels of like role playing that it allows you to engage in. Because again, this game's full name is Stray Gods, the role playing musical. The game just does not offer enough interesting choices, nor does it feel like on a minute to minute basis, I'm being forced to kind of make choices that are dramatically altering the narrative of this game in ways that feel really obvious and actionable and that kind of compel me to kind of keep going and see how I can kind of work myself out of whatever situation I kind of found myself in. Um, This game does allow for multiple branching paths. It is, you know, like a telltale experience in that way. But by the time that I got to the end credits of this game, I looked over the trophies and I was like, you know what? Doesn't seem like it would be that challenging to go for the platinum, but I don't feel particularly compelled to do so. Oh, damn. Which I think is the greatest indictment against this one overall not bad i'm glad you know this was a game that i meant to check out in 2023 that i never got the chance to i'm glad that ultimately i got around to completing it again don't feel compelled to go back to it again i would say adam you were asking me about this game last week i would say if the game's on sale sure check it out it's not offensive it's not bad but not something you have to rush out to uh But yeah, the main thing that I've been doing over the course of the past week is uh, working on preparing stuff for Cozy Bear's Cooking Season 4. Let me tell you guys, this is not a video game. It's not an app. It's nothing like on that level of like a product that people are going to go home and use and gnaw their teeth all over. (laughs) But it might as well be. The sheer amount of time and energy and research uh, and organizing that I put into this project has been insane. There are so many things where I'm like, okay, I just need to make a orange version of this particular graphic. And this is going to be super easy and super quick. And then an hour later, I'm like, no, I feel like the accents on this part of the orange graphic aren't perfect. I am sweating so many details. (laughs) I'm staying up to ungodly hours, Uh, but it's all in service of, of a product that I am so far very proud of again there's still a lot of things that still need to be completed uh but i am very proud of it so far and i think that everyone is going to be real impressed when they uh, get a chance to see the final finished product as well um but it is a lot of work there have been a lot of instances where i'll go over the list of everything that i need to do on the project and it's a lot like how like you know video game studios will have pie in the sky ideas of what they want to do on video game sequel X. And early on in the production, they'll be like, okay, realistically and reasonably with the amount of time and budget that we have, we can do these things, but we got to cut these things. And then they'll cut those things early on so they can reorganize the development process around what they can reasonably do. And I will do that. I'll do it very much in the same way that I'd imagine that they do it. But then I'll be in the middle of doing things, preparing things like adjacent to the thing that I cut and I'll realize, oh man, this project doesn't make sense anymore with that thing that I cut. I actually have to do it. And that has happened multiple times by now. And it is, again, a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of blood, sweat, tears, but I am very, very, very happy with my progress so far. And I'm hoping that everyone else will be. What's the date? Uh, It is 
season four of Cozy Bear's Cooking is going to be debuting uh, January 24th, which is a Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on twitch.tv slash Cozy Bear Live, K-O-Z-I-B-E-A-R-L-I-V-E. And if you tune into that stream and you're like, eh, he, he overselled it, this isn't actually that impressive, don't comment. You can just <laughs> turn off your computer, walk into the sea. And we never have to hear from you again. Cozy, if there's a place where people can catch up and they're like, "Uh, I don't know what Cozy Bear cooking looks like. What does that look like? How can they find out? Uh, Well, you can find me over on Twitter at uh, A-L-E-X-K-O-Z-I-N-A. That is at Alex Kazina. Is there anything Uh, in the the archives of... I don't know, maybe the Library of Congress in the United States or maybe on YouTube. Oh, 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 I see what you mean. Uh, Like as in go back and watch previous episodes. Got it. Uh, You can find, I mean, you can technically find all the stream archives on the Twitch channel as well, but you can also uh, head to my YouTube channel, uh, which is youtube.com at CozyBear7231. Dope. Dope, dope, dope. Everyone, go check that out. I am honestly, after seeing what you've done with the RAF game shows for Patreon, and then also having known about your previous streams and what you're able to accomplish there, like I, expectations are V high, and I can't wait to have my tits blown off. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think they will be blown off indeed. And that's all that I'll say well, for now. I'll buy some new bras in a smaller size. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Chad, I know you're eating goldfish. Oh, but yeah, just nomming on things some on your little list? critters, baby. Uh, first mm. things first, Cozy didn't feel the need to go get a platinum trophy, but I got a platinum trophy. Look at this. How cool is 3D printing? It's fucking cool. I'm printing my own little platinum <laughs> trophy because I'm worth it. For audio listeners, Chad made a physical platinum trophy. Yeah. Print it. It's very cool. L'Oreal Kids because I'm worth it too. Um, wow. So that was PT on my list. And then PPC mm. is not... Um, I don't know what PPC could... Penis P, P, penis people of color. It is not that. It is <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. And I replaced all the letters uh-huh. with, like, Final is PH. Um, Fantasy uh-huh. is PH. And seven yeah. is C, because sometimes C makes a S sound. Mm, yeah, gotcha. So I did that because you tried to get off. sneaky. Yeah, I tried to get sneaky because yeah, yeah. I didn't want you all to think, oh, God, he's just going to talk about that again. Well, I mean, but you are, though. That, Holy that, the shit. same thing is going to happen. There is so <laughs> much to this game. I have completely forgotten about... Remaster, right? I'm playing the remaster of the original PS1 game, not the gotcha. remake. But, yeah, as I'm playing it, I'm trying to, like, imagine how they might adapt it for... Uh, next month's Final Fantasy VII reintegration, remodel, rebirth, rebirth, rebirth. It's rebirth, rebirth, and I'm just like there. There is so much. I am now ten hours in. I think I mentioned last time. I was at the three hour mark. I was done with the extent that was covered in remake. And uh, to be clear, I'm playing it on three times speed. I'm playing it on like God mode in the battle, so that I have infinite ammo and not ammo health limit bar all that kind of shit so like 10 hours you can conceive is probably more like 25 or 30 hours in real life if i didn't do that kind of terms and i'm not even to the big like mid-game twist yet and so i there's there's so much shit 
that I don't know how they're going to fit this into even like four games. If everything's as fleshed out and as detailed and as as like completely um another word for fleshed out as remake was, then yeah, this game is going to be 45 games long. But there are definitely a couple of things that I can see like Fort Condor is something from the original that I had forgotten was like a thing, but it's like a tower defense you set up some some you know, troops, and then you hit go and watch the things and you try to get them to kill the people as they approach your tower. And they turned that into just like a little mini game in uh, Remake where you visit other people and you battle yeah. them in that mini game. In episode intermission. And, right, in intermission, which is the Yuffie thing. It, it was it was really funny in that DLC, sorry, real quick, because like it's not featured at all in the base game. And then you enter an episode intermission and every character is like, yo, have you been playing Fort Condor? Hey, I know that I was a boss in the main baseline game, but I'm really into Fort Condor now. We should play Fort Condor. Yeah. So like that's, that's an interesting little thing there, but it's also, Oh yeah, there we go. Hey, my mic's working now for everyone watching live on Twitch. Uh, it was muted. That's what I meant to want to mute. Great. Cool. Um, sorry. Yeah, so Fort Condor, like, they could do that with a couple of other things. Maybe some of the games and, like, the Golden Saucer, which is, like, this. Anyway, moral of the story is I'm having a blast with this thing. It is very much a I go to bed. I'm like, mm, let me play for, like, 20 minutes and get to the end of whatever this story is or whatever this thing. And then I'm 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, fuck. It's been three hours. I have to go to bed now. I've had that happen several times this last week. And it's all, again, I'm playing it on the PlayStation Portal. And it is just so, I'm, you know, mostly just laying in bed playing it. And I was just thinking last night, I was like, fuck, this is the perfect device. Like, this is so good. I mean, I, so many times, I mean, like, I couldn't even tell that I'm playing it remotely. Like, it feels like it's running natively and I completely forget it. And it's such a good, such a good little thing. That's it. I've just been playing Final Fantasy VII. Well, you know, I've also been playing Destiny because... I would die of suffocation if I didn't. So there's that. You would die of suffocation yeah, without it's oxygen. Destiny. Destiny is what I need to to breathe and live and flourish. It is it is mm -hmm. the chlor it is the the carbon dioxide and sunlight to my chlorophyll and stomate. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah, the is where we release oxygen in the plant leaf. It's not the actual place where it intakes carbon dioxide. Chad, what if I told you that there is an animated Pokemon movie called Destiny Deoxys. Um, Would you want to watch it with me now? So here's the thing. There was a moment a few months ago where I did try to watch a lot of Pokemon movies. And I rewatched oh, really? the 3D version of like the Netflix 3D one. Well, I didn't have Netflix at the time, so I just bought the movie for 20 bucks and said, hey, everyone. Oh, the one that's sharing. like a remake of the first Pokemon right. movie, yeah, but in yeah, 3D, yeah, yeah. that one. And then I downloaded like the Pokemon TV app and you could watch like two of the 17,000 movies that exist. So I'd be down to watch it with you if you can find a way for me to watch it. Hell yeah. Adam, do you do you want to take a guess at what the plot of Destiny Theoxys is? Um, Ash makes his way to a chemical plant. Um, and it's basically a ripoff of Godzilla, and there's a they have to blow up Gyarados with an oxygen destroyer. Whoa, <laughs> great! There are, in fact, there are actually space elements in that movie in line with the Destiny franchise, but I won't say anything further. Is it like the God, like God himself, is actually just controlled by a ten year old because he got caught like an idiot? Adam, is that Adam, the plot? God is Arceus. I know that's what I'm saying. 
And a yeah, ten-year-old catches Arceus, and it's like, well, I guess you got me, kid. <laughs> okay. All right, God. Interesting. Um, no, I'm not interested in Pokemon. Uh, moving on to what I played, I started old Sig Signalis. Signalis. I still Ooh. don't know how it's said. Because I didn't play the game Remember, we all have on. different ways of pronouncing it, and we have to stick to them. I think I was Signalis. We have to. Baby? I don't even remember how we said it, but we did say it differently. But I played some Signalis. That'll be fun to talk about on Barf at the end of the month. Um, and then I finally finished Baldur's Gate 3. I was putting it off forever. I got super far. I was literally... I did everything in the game. I only had to beat, like, two bosses. And I was like, I just don't want it to end. I don't want to do this. But I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and get it out of the way. So my first game of 2024 that I've beaten is Baldur's Gate 3. Um... Yeah, still really fucking good. I don't know what to tell you. Game's fucking amazing. Yes, it should have been game of the year or something. I know. It's like most people gave it to it, but uh, that's fine. It's so weird that you didn't uh, go for it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what happened. Uh, <laughs> but no, especially with the epilogue, though, I'm glad I kind of waited because they added the epilogue later, and the epilogue was like, oh, that was a gut punch. I like how you guys did that. Again, very Mass Effect in the best ways. So, Baldur's Gate 3, great. Everyone play that when you get a chance. Is it Mass Effect and in the, the last best thing, ways where, like, they give you different ways of redoing the ending a couple months later because everyone complained? Well, I don't know about that. Oh. I'm just saying, like, there is definitely, like, everyone's here to help out moment. No, and it's okay. like, oh, yeah, this fucker's back. Oh, very nice. Um, and the last thing I did, so I was on a journey because I noticed Cozy had done it. Uh, Jacob recorded it. A lot of people do it where they keep track of the games they play oh, through the year on a Twitter yeah. thread. Mm -hmm. So what I decided to do, I did start that. I did start a Twitter thread. But I was also like, well, I want an app just to keep track of everything. And I know that the main one is GG. I know there's GG. And then there was Backlogged was another one. But then I did some research and found, um, it's like Backlogged like without an E or something. It's weird. And I did some research, looked on some Reddit pages. Um, and apparently, the one that people are most fond with at the moment is um, IGN Playlist. So oh. I downloaded IGN Playlist. Because it's got, like, it integrates, because um, they own How Long to Beat. So all that is in, oh. in the app as well. It's a very nice, cool app. It's just, like, you keep control of your, or you keep a log of the games you have, the ones you're playing, the ones you beat, the ones you quit, all that's in there. And I was like, okay, between all these apps, like, that's, the IGN one is the one that feels the best. Oh. Like, the GG one is, like, cool, but, like, they that dude doesn't update it, but, like, once a year, maybe. It's just literally um, a single dude versus IGN, which is, like, a bunch of people who don't get paid enough doing 45,000 things. Yeah, and it's very good uh, because of that. Does it but cost it's really anything? Cool, I suppose. Nope. You just download it. Log into your account, and then you're good to go. I really like it for the how long to beat. So I'm keeping track of everything that I am playing. Once I beat it, I switch it over to beat. Um, so yeah, I'm keeping track of that. I just wanted something to keep track of it, uh, cause Cozy came to us the, I don't know if it was last show or whatever. Yeah, I think it was last show. It's like, here's every game that I beat for the last 10 years. And I was like, man, I should keep track of that. Like I could, but I don't really want to put in that work. So I'm like, I'm going to just start from now. So IJM Playlist, I would highly recommend it. It's a very good app. Very good. Is there like a friend system on there? Can we track each other's shit? I think there is. Yeah. I haven't messed with that at all. I just put beat Baldur's Gate. In playing Signalis, and that's all I have in the app so far. Okay. But, uh, no, it's very good. And that's it for playtime. So now we're going to move on to the quest log. We've got a fun story here about a thing that I like. A new documentary for your peepers. 
It's from Ryan Dinsdale at IGN.com. Naughty Dog is releasing a documentary called Grounded 2, Making the Last of Us Part 2 as a sequel to his 2014 one based on the original game. Uh, Grounded 2, Making the Last of Us Part 2 is coming, announced in a post from Naughty Dog's Twitter. It will be available on YouTube and is part of a post-launch update for The Last of Us Part 2. A two-minute trailer for the documentary was released as well, showing uh, development footage of the 2020 game dating back as far as 2016. Grounded 2 will give fans a look at the inside of Naughty Dog as the game was created, and the trailer shows off various key moments, including when a huge leak revealed key story, uh, key story details ahead of launch. So another one of these. These are always great. Psychonauts one is great. The uh, Sony Santa Monica one is great. I'm down for behind-the-scenes documentaries for video games. So it's a big plus for I me. was really into Raising Kratos. <clears throat> Fantastic documentary about God of War 2018. This was the first time I had even known that Grounded 1 existed of The Last of Us. Oh, really? Yeah. I, for some reason, had never, um, that had never made its way to my earballs. And so I looked it up. Uh, first of all, all the SEO <clears throat> on the day that this announcement dropped, trying to look up Grounded 1 was almost impossible because everything was like, Grounded 2, here's the trailer. I was like, I don't want that. Um, yeah, I'm excited to actually watch both of them now. Cozy, you gonna watch it? Do you watch documentaries at all? I guess. Are you educated? Is the oh, yeah. educated? I, I I used to watch a lot of these documentaries, especially when I was writing for that one YouTube channel. Uh, I don't. Did I even watch Grounded for the original Last of Us? I honestly don't remember. I did not. I know for a fact I have not seen that first one. Is this a normal thing for mm. Sony First Party Studios that like I've never heard of, or are these the only three that exist? Grounded. Raising I think they've Kratos started to make it a, yeah. a normal thing with their big titles. I don't think they do it but for everything. Th they didn't do one for Ragnarok in part because of the whole like work from home pandemic aspect yeah. of that game's development. So, I mean, it seems like something that they want to do more, but. It doesn't seem like something that we should necessarily expect consistently based on the track record we have. Chances are all those people who would have made it also got laid off, too. So, mm. Yeah, probably so. But it'll be cool to watch. that will be neat. Um, getting ready for The Last of Us Part Two to come out. Remastered. Yeah, that's in like, but what, that's a week and a half? Something like that? Uh, yeah, it's very soon. I think two weeks or so. And yeah. I know this is not in our thing anywhere, but like, can I tell y'all how how... I'm just gonna say I got horny for for Prince oh, of Persia wow. after reading oh, all yeah. these reviews about Prince of Persia, and then there's apparently mm -hmm. a demo out that's pretty great. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even. I'm just gonna pre-order it right now. I'm not even gonna play the demo. Yeah. I'm just gonna play it. So that's coming out in like five days we or two days if you bought it the ten dollar extra edition. We we really took some major L's and some major W's on the previous podcast we did because we were all like, yeah. Prince of Persia, that game looks really rad. It's our uh, M of our Mary Fuck Kill. But also, we were like, you know what? Maybe Suicide Squad kills the Justice League <laughs> will turn out better than people are expecting. <laughs> oh, that's right. I don't think that's over yet because IGN was like, we don't like it. But then they were like, hey, everyone who played the alpha can talk about it. And a lot of people were like, we like it. So I don't know. Oh, really? Because yeah. I saw a lot of people on my own timeline who were like, it's a lot back and games forth. journos, just yeah. like people. And they were like, yeah, I didn't love it either. Yeah, I mean, again, I just needed to score better than a 73. I think it'll hit 74, and that'll be it. That's all I need. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, the reason I was laughing is because <laughs> that lady from Detroit popped up in the background again. <laughs> oh, Detroit. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. The, the, the blonde girl from Detroit becoming human. I cannot handle it. I thought you were it. watching okay. a football uh, game, the Detroit Lions? Yeah, they are playing. Okay. Good, good job, yeah. Chad. Good job. Uh, but that's it for the stories. So is there... 
Cozy, is this a thing or is this an old thing? Do we go to my segment or is this a thing I mean, that's for you? A, that's a relic of another time. Uh, are you referring to Cozy's... Oh, Cozy. It's, it's a, a surprise. surprise. Yeah, that's, that, that's old. That's old. Okay, we'll delete that. All right, we're going to move on to... Cozy, when's your birthday? <laughs> uh, my birthday <laughs> is February 1st, in fact. Oh, fuck it's yeah, that's so literally close. two weeks from now. That's so close. Cozy, what do you want Why for you your birthday? Bir- what would you ask Santa for? What do I want for my birthday? Mm-hmm. Uh, go watch the Twitch stream, which I, I will do the day before that. I'm not I'm not ready to talk about what dishes I'm going to be making on Cozy Bear's Cooking for Season 4, but I will say I do plan on theming the stream that I'm going to do just before my birthday on February 1st around the fact that I'm about to have a birthday. And so you can expect that to be a birthday-like celebration of sorts, and it would be great if you could tune in and watch that. Vegan birthday cake, everybody. Mm. Get excited. Maybe. I don't know. I've never had one. All right. Well, then go ahead and move to this one then, Chad. Also, why vegan? Oh, no, go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna First, I was going to say Italian birthday cake, but what does that even mean? Well, I guess there's Italian. Oh, fuck. It's what a is lasagna. the Italian style cake? It's a, it's a layer no, cake, no. but lasagna. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. It's got the four colors, or it's got the two colors checkered. Um, it's called like an Italian. No, I'm thinking Italian cookie. That's what else. is Anyways. the uh, four checkered color cake Adam is you cannot type what Adam is talking about. Maybe there is it's a, a confection named after Italian. Nope. That Italian, know what Italian cookie is. Okay. It might be an Italian mm-hmm. cake. Can you just provide photos? <laughs> okay, the checkerboard <laughs> they're, cake. They're, uh King Arthur baking. Again, I should stop I, I should stop spoiling what to expect out of Cozybear's cooking season four, but there may be some Italian representation at some point during the series but i won't won't say okay, anything so else. checkerboard cake is a thing and there are a lot of delicious pictures yeah. italian mm-hmm. cake is now i'm just going to google just no, italian, italian cake. cookie italian what is the is name of italian of. cakes casata no Cavolici. it's not italian Ciambella. colombia di pasca i feel like that's probably what you're not looking for was that good was that all correct cozy the things he just okay, said first of all it's italian oh not 100 correct i know they're correct. all love languages 100 percent. i thought he could speak italian <sighs> anyways chad yeah segment segment from adam segment from adam youtube.com at cozy bears one seven four nine <laughs> segment from adam very nice all right we're here to do our respawn aim fire 2024 fantasy game draft we're here to draft all right everybody here's how it works y'all are gonna get spanked and by the way it's youtube.com at slash at cozy bear seven two three one seven Not two three one Get your birthday song correct. All right. So what we have done, again, fantasycritic.games is a website where just like anyone does fantasy football draft, you draft games, you get points based on their score, yada, yada, yada. You probably know the way that it works. Any game above 70, you get positive points. Anything below 70, you get negative points. Today, we're going to draft five games apiece. Um, and then throughout the year, we can pick up five more because there's 10 total on our roster. We will have to do one counter pick, which is whenever someone gets a game and you think either it's not going to come out or it's going to score bad, you put in a counter pick. It's locked onto their uh, 
their roster and you get points if it goes bad or you get zero points if they it didn't come out, which is a good thing. But right now we're just focusing on the five that we're going to do. We've already determined the draft order. Cozy is picking first. Chad's picking second. I am picking third. Cozy, what is the name of your publisher? Uh, just to confirm, you will be adding the games to each of our accounts. No. Of we won't no, be doing we this will ourselves. Draft, doing it we live. will draft live. Get on the website, bud. Get it on. Oh. Okay. For, for the record, I have the website open in front of me. I just yeah yeah yeah. yeah. We're be... drafting our own teams, and we'll talk through it because it's audio. Um, what are the, yeah, what are the rules as far as like remakes, remasters, Papa John's? Remakes are allowed. Remasters are not. Okay. So these were kind of like the default setting. So I specifically already looked like Last of Us Part Two remaster is not allowed, but a thing like Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is allowed because okay. okay. it's like a new thing. Why was there a sword in the corner of? Anyways, I'll I'm, let it I'm be. genuinely curious what you're talking about. Basically, if you look up a game, it'll tell no, you if it's not. What but are you talking you about know, sword? What, what are you talking about sword? <laughs> there was a there was a Buster Sword in Cozy's corner. Uh, Cozy, uh, what is the name of your publisher? Your team name? My publisher is Cozy Bear Productions LLC. <laughs> Licking large. We are cooters. here <laughs> to come LLC and conquer. Very nice. Chad, what is the name of your publisher? My publisher is Boobysoft. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. It is Boobysoft. I love it. Um, no relation. And then my, <laughs> my publisher is What's Left of Embracer. Ooh. Because I thought that was funny to do. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's funny for most people, except for people who... All those people got laid off. No yeah, it's awful. Embracer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to start Yikes. it. It's a snake draft, so Cozy goes first, Chad goes second, Adam goes third, but then Adam also goes fourth. You know, back and forth, back yeah, and forth. Yeah. Five games. We'll worry about the rest of the league later, but right now, talk us through the draft starting now. Cozy, you are on the board. All right. I just reloaded the site. Where's the button? should be at the top. <laughs> should be at the very should top. should be a green button that says draft. Oh no! Are you on the draft twenty four Mine page? says that draft has not started yet. Hold on, I'm refreshing. Well, yeah, draft I was just going to say it's in progress. There okay. you go. Hold on, I'm going to do Control F five so we can clear the cache. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. here we go. There we go. Draft game. game. All right, let's do this. Chad, mm -hmm. I have something to report. Take it. I'm busting. Not a nut. I'm busting out. My Buster Sword. <laughs> because I'm drafting Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Take it. Which I knew the name of, by the way, and not you. You didn't know this game's name, but I knew it, which is why I am deserving of drafting it as okay. my first game. I do have to give you a little bit of shit. You guys kept calling it Final Fantasy VII Intermission and it's Intergrade. No, 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 no. There is Intermission in all caps as well. Is it not Intergrade? Inner grade, I believe, is the name that they get. It's all bullshit. Kingdom Hearts, Square Enix uh -huh. shit. Oh, God, inner, that's what it is. Inner grade is the name of the PS5 enhanced version of oh, Final Fantasy okay. VII Remake that included episode intermission. Episode intermission is just the DLC what you So we're and both lied, right. I that's lied. fine. Inter is in all caps. Mission is in lowercase. Lower. Yeah. Chad, you're next, bud. What's the game you're going to pick? All right, Final so Boobysoft. Been busted. Boobysoft, mm -hmm. you know, we love our, you know, we love our um, open worlds. We love our go check this point on the map. Um, we're going to take a little bit of a detour and do something that we're not used to doing, and that is we're going to be culturally diverse this year. 
And we're going to go, what's Ooh. the name of that M1? That's like Persona. There it is. Metaphor Refantasio is going to be the game that we're choosing. At number two overall, huh? Metaphor, yeah, you know, people fucking love these weird ass, you know, cats talking to you and people jizzing in their swords and shit. So we're going to, uh -huh. people love it. <laughs> Always scores high, persona, persona, persona. So yeah, we're going to go Metaphor Refantasio. Okay, very cool. I like it. Um, I guess going off of what Chad just said, talk about a game made by people who made Persona. I'm just going to take Persona 3 Reload. Nice. I think it'll score well. People like Persona game. Yeah. It's cool. Cutting but I do get two in a row. Love it. Yeah, hey, you know, reviewers love that. What am I going to go next? That's the question. Oh, it's snaky. Okay, it's snaky. Okay. It's snakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what do I want to do next? What am I thinking? Because here's the problem. There's a lot of games that I think will review well that Adam just doesn't give two shits about. But I got to play the game to win. I don't got to play it based on what I think is going to be good. Right, 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 right. right so I'm right, right. going to take next... Another game that I have no interest in, but I know the reviewers who review it are sickos. They're little weird sickos, oh. and they pull out their swords any chance they get. I'm drafting Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Uh. Mm. Nice. Okay. There we go. Chad, you're up on the board. All right. So number two for me, I am I could take a chance and go with a little game, but I'm not going to go with that little game because it's been rumored to come out every year for the last 24 years, and it's, not, and it's still not out. So I'm not going to go with that game, but I am going to go with something that I feel like is coming out this year and is getting a lot of hype in every time it's shown, and that's Black Myth Wukong. That is the... Black Myth, very cool. Uh, that is the um, completely made from China game souls like uh you play a gorgeous game of all time you play like a monkey person who like beats yeah, up. you're the monkey king and it's a souls like yeah, and it's like, like the most beautiful game ever. And it's gorgeous looking and yeah looks fantastic and it's been it's been like for the last three four years something like that it's been like this game looks did they awesome. show that trailer before the new consoles came out and everyone's like oh shit is yeah. this what we're gonna get and then here we are four years later i <laughs> honestly last year thought this game came out but black myth wukong did not came out uh, did not come out. You're thinking of Wolong. Wolong Dynasty came out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, got it. Not Wukong, Wolong. All right, uh, Cozy, you have two in a row. So here you go, bud. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm feeling a little bit spicy. Ooh. I'm feeling a little bit like a Disney villain because my second draft is going to be Hades 2. Oh yes, that's right. <laughs> Hades 2, a game that, according to the Fantasy Critic League website, uh, might only release in 2024 or later. So I am putting a little bit on the line here, but I feel very confident uh, that this game will pay dividends if it does indeed release this year and get great reviews. Now, here's the thing. That game will release in early access this year. Yeah, how does that work with this? Hades 1... It, they still people still score early access. Okay. So it can still mm. Hades one is actually one of the only early access games to get like a decent score. So you're still probably gonna get points more than likely. Very good pick. I love that you put uh what's the, uh James Woods uh Hades up on the screen for a second. That was very nice. Yeah, that was great. That was great. What's your second one or your your round three pick, Cozy Bear Productions LLC? My round three pick, unfortunately, I wasn't able to find a transparent background a version of this game or any media from it. But nevertheless, my third game is going to be a little game that you might have forgotten about 
called Earthblade from the same developer as Celeste. I did forget about that. Um, I'm going to look up. That comes out. That'll be a banger for sure. Earthblade again. Not Earthbland. Earthblade. Earthblade. Images. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Chad, you have your third pick coming up now. Pick number three. I'm going to take a chance. You know, Adam's over (gasps) here like, I fucking hate games that represent women. And in fact, I'm actively picking games that take them out of where they used to be for more representation for men. Mm -hmm. That's me. I'm going to counterpick that. Not literally, but in a different way. I'm going to counterpick that by saying, you know what, Princess Peach? You're going to wow us all. Princess Peach Showtime coming to a console near you. Not Showting, Showtime. Console near you, March 22nd, 2024. No image found. That's a good sign. Uh, Still, let me draft it anyway. Um, A very interesting thing. I was in one of these fantasy drafts earlier um, with the Left Behind Game Club. It was a good time. It was really funny that they mentioned the last time Princess Peach had her own game. It was a DS game where you controlled her emotions. <laughs> that was the mechanic oh, yeah. of the game. <laughs> oh, but Chad's my. great pro woman, though. Uh, very good. What, what is Adam going to do? I get two in a row here, right? So I got to really just get in the stew. Mm. Just get in there. <laughs> get it you nice got stew going. I'm going to, you know what? I'm not even going to play around. Who knows, Chad? You're right. It might be 26 years before this game actually comes out. But maybe this is the year. I'm going to go ahead and take Hollow Knight. So, oh, so. you think so? You think that's coming out this year? All right. We'll see. I mean, if not, I can just drop it and pick something up later in the year if it officially gets delayed out of the year. So I am taking Silk Song. But then next, the next game was a game that I had last year. And if it would have came out, I would have won one of my leagues instead of coming in second place. Mm. But all the rumors and all the hearsay says it's coming out this year. So I'm shooting for the moon, but it will probably be one of the highest rated DLCs of all time. Perhaps Elden Ring Shadow of the Earth Tree, oh. baby. Oh. Give it to that me. That tree is so shady. It's, there's so much shade under it. Chad, you're up next with your fourth pick. Numero cuatro, or as they say in Spanish, cuatro años tienes, which is gibberish. <laughs> Because you say, ¿Cuántos años tienes for how old are you? And cuatro means four. So I said, four old are you? Um, We're going to go with a little game. Well, yeah, I guess it's still technically a little game. Oh, yeah, this counts, this counts, this counts, this counts, because it's not a remaster. Uh, a, A little game coming out the day before my birthday. If I remember my birthday. February 17th, 1990. Year of Our Lord, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong remake. There it is. Draft game. This is a game that all the these puzzle poppies are going to be like, oh, fucking mm-hmm. love this thing. I'm not going to play it. I don't give a shit about it. But I feel I like, say, are, are you like, actually going to play? No, it? I'm not going to play this game. But everyone's going to be like, this is a really good version of Mario versus Donkey Kong. It looks great. It's a great way to send off the Switch. I'm like, cool. Whatever. I, I, I don't want to dissuade you too late. in terms of the it. decision that it seems. Yeah, but I don't. I feel like that particular Mario subseries hasn't ever really performed that well critically, but perhaps I'm wrong. Yeah, you're wrong this Switch year. Switch sickos will boost the it up. The remake's going to be great, Cozy. That's why it's being remade for a brand new state-of-the-art system with extra power built into it to compete with all of your favorite sure. modern consoles. 
Maybe so, so for my next row, pick, for my next pick, by the way, are these, so are these my these final, are your two final two picks? Yes. Make them these count. Are the last two, okay. but designers, you have an hour. Right. Make it count. Make I'm going to go with <laughs> one conservative option, a conservative, but good option. And one pie in the sky okay. uh, for my conservative option. Uh, I actually, I'd completely forgotten about this. I mentioned at the top of the podcast how I did one of these fantasy critic leagues with the Comedy Button Discord server, aka Secret Discord Number Alpha, uh, aka a server that is still alive, even though the Comedy Button podcast has ended. Um, however, I had forgotten that, in fact, a couple of years prior, I had also done a fantasy critic league with press YYZ when that podcast was still going. And I don't remember a whole lot of what I drafted that particular year, but I did remember that one of the games that I did draft was an expansion for this particular game. Uh, and that particular expansion, I want to say was like the single, like highest rated rated thing on my list. It was one that definitely got me the most points, uh, which is why for my next draft, I am drafting the next upcoming expansion to Final Fantasy XIV. I couldn't find a... <laughs> it's not transparent. <laughs> no transparency oh, version man. of this image, but it is a fourteen, uh, which is why I am drafting uh, Final Fantasy XIV Dawn Trail. Those always review so well. Like, if you weren't going to pick it, I was definitely going to take it as my last pick, because they, they are always like an up, upper 80s every single time. So, Cozy, do you, do, you uh, have a, do you have any Apple device in your life? You have yeah. an iPhone? You, you can press and hold on any Google search image and just say copy subject, and that will take a PNG of whatever's in the image. Oh, I'll have to look into that at some point. Uh, for my final draft, mm -hmm. I said that I was going to go for one hell of a pie in the sky. You know, many people have often equated the moon to a pie in the sky. We're going to the moon. We're going perhaps <laughs> past the moon. Perhaps we're going deep into the reaches of outer space to uncharted worlds containing unknown and vile monsters to be defeated by one Samus Aaron, which is why we're drafting. Oh my God. Metro prime four. He can't help himself, Chad. He just can't help himself. <laughs> He's a glutton for punishment. Absolutely. Hey, if you you're gotta, gonna get you it, you gotta take some it. swings. Mm -hmm. In real talk, if this game comes out this year, like this game can't lose. You have to imagine that Nintendo has been just fucking pumping steroids into everyone working on this game, being like, "Fuck, this game has been in development for so long. It has to be good. It has to be good." Because every game that takes a long time to develop ends up being amazing. Anyways, is there? No, I hope. I hope for you that's <sighs> good. I really do. Is there a way? I think the answer is no. Is there a way in this fantasy critic thing to call dibs on a game that has not yet been announced? So, like, can, depends. can I type yes. in Pokemon sort of 2024? Can. Try it out. Because there is like unannounced Mario 3D game. Like that is a draftable game. Here's the thing, Chad. Uh, mm -hmm. If that doesn't get announced, you can't drop it. Well, you have one, you have one free drop. Right, right, right. But right, if a right. game isn't announced, they can't say it's delayed to the next year, which means it's not a free drop. Mm, right. But just type yeah. in Pokemon 24, so, maybe something pops yeah, up. Yeah, they do have like Black and White Remake unannounced, you know, Pokemon Legends game, Let's Go 2 unannounced. I just. Yes, yeah, so you'd have to pick what it is in 24. Yeah, that's that's too specific for, for my And if not, right now. yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to go that way. And instead, I'm going to play. There are two things that I really want to be good. Just talk about it. I, no one can steal from you at this point. It's your last pick. Two things that I really want to be good. Mm -hmm. 
Destiny 2, the final shape. Yeah. It was the culmination of 10 years of Destiny lore all coming together. Six or five Those months also delay. review very yeah, well. Yeah, they do Those usually review well. always review very well. The, mm-hmm. the thing that I'm hesitating with is like, this is the end of something and people generally hate the end of things because they're like, oh, it didn't wrap up how I wanted it to. Or I've been playing for 10 years mm-hmm. and this is, and they did this with this. So like, that's my hesitation there. But then the other one, Senua's Saga Hellblade 2, mm-hmm. which I'm tired of fucking seeing. I just want to play yeah. this game. Fucking loved the first one. I've re- reviewed well, but then... Like, is this one going to be like, are they able to, to capitalize on the success of the first one? Are they going to, like, make it too grand and action-y and then, like, you lose what made the first one special? They've showed it a thousand times or people are just tired of it by now. <sighs> but I'm going to go send you a Saga Hellblade 2. Okay. That's what I'm going to go with. And I think those are both safe picks. Not Sequa. Come on, Autocorrect. Correct. Senua. I'm just going to type Senua and it's going to come up. There we go. You can just type in Saga. Sega. So yeah, I'm going with Senua's Saga because here's the thing that really pushed me over the edge. Mm-hmm. There are companies out there, I can't remember who it was, but somebody recently showed off their game and they, they specifically called out Senua's like, we are looking to make character animations and facial animations on par with Senua's Saga. So like when this comes out, I'm feeling it's going to blow tits off of people. Um, no tits in the, in the building. No one's, their tits are going to be, people are going to learn about them in the history books from here on out. Okay, I'm going to take... So here's the thing, just for everyone knows. Once the draft is over, that's our five games. During the course of the year, every week, you can bid on a game for as little as a dollar. And then we'll... So we bid on a game on Thursday, those bids go public. So we can see them and we can try to counter bid or just leave it alone. Saturday, you get your new game. And this is how Adam will win because Adam will do this every week and I will forget about it until December. <laughs> I won't do it. I'll do it probably once a month. I'll do it like around like big, you know, like Nintendo Directs and like... Summer Game Fest, but whatever. All that said to be like, I'm going to take this game as my last game because I want to lock it in, but then I'm going to put a bunch of bids on other shit. So just like, that is how the game works. You put in bids on other stuff. We also have to bid for a counterpick. Mm-hmm. So when we think someone's going to do bad, that has to all be done by the end of the year. Whoever's the best score at the end of the year, based on open critic scores, will be the winner of the game. So just getting the last rules out there. So you guys know once a week you can bid on stuff. You're going to do a counterpick. You can drop any game that is Confirmed, delayed out of 2024. You have one drop of anything you want. So like, let's say that Metroid Prime 4, they don't say that it's not delayed. You can just drop it. You get one free drop for any reason. Or if you're like, oh, I drafted Suicide Squad and the previews are really, really, really bad. I want to save myself. You can drop it. So it just heads up. You got one free drop and then it needs to be officially delayed for you to be able to drop anything else. We got the rules out the way. Cool. Yep. I'm going to take Dragon Dogma 2. Don't give a damn about it. I think it'll probably do well. That's it. And I can bid on the other stuff I actually care about. But I'm just looking for... Basically, my strategy is like, I want every game to get at least an 80. If everything gets an 80 or higher, you're in a good spot to probably win. So I just need games that I think are going to do well with critics. So now and we should counterpicks, so right? No, we can do that anytime and throughout the year. Oh, okay. For the rest of the year, up until November 1st, you can pick your counterpick. For the rest of the year, until the end of the year, you can pick more games to pick up. You can drop one for free. You can drop anything that gets delayed. Does uh, does the counterpick have to free. be something that someone else has chosen, or can it just be any game that's coming out that we think is going to no, do No, it has to be something that's chosen, okay. and that locks it into their thing. So if Cozy... Uh. If Metro Prime 4 gets officially delayed into next year, and Cozy doesn't drop it, and I counterpick it, 
it's stuck on his roster. Mm, nice, 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 nice. That can nice. also screw you because you're like, I'm going to counterpick this game and it comes out and it's a 90 and then now you have negative points and they have positive yeah. points. So it's a little risk reward. Okay. We just got to do that anytime. So starting from the top, Cozy, tell us your final roster for your uh, Respawn Name Fire 2024 Fantasy Draft. My final roster is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades 2, Earthblade, Final Fantasy XIV, Dawn Trail, and Metroid Prime 4. All right, Boobysoft, what is your lineup? this year is going with Metaphor, Refantasio, Black Myth, Wukong. Oh my god, almost everything I have has a colon in it. Princess Peach Showtime, Mario vs. Donkey Kong Remake, and Senua's Saga, Hellblade 2. And me, what's left of Embracer, has Persona 3 Reload, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, Hollow Knight Silk Song, Elden Ring Shadow of the Erd Tree, and Dragon's Dogma 2. And that is my segment for the week, and that is our fantasy draft. So pay attention, don't pay attention, I'll win regardless, doesn't matter. <laughs> A happy birthday, Adam. Thank you so much for, for doing that. <laughs> it's Cozy's birthday, not mine. Yeah, but I sang a happy birthday song to get us into segment from Adam, and so that's, that's what we call a callback. So now it's Thank time for you. Game Thank on you. Game Show, the Game on Game Show, we play a game called Game on the Game Show, on our Game Show, Game, 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 Game. This week, we're turning it over to Alex for another round of TMI with NPD. Take it away. Thank you, Chad. Uh, it's been quite a few weeks since we lasted our last two my with NPD, what with all the turnaround and, you know, fun and pizzazz from the end of the year. So a quick little refresher. This is the bi-weekly, normally bi-weekly game we do on Respawn Aim Fire, uh, where I give Chad and Adam a series of clues of increasing specificity to see uh, if they can guess what the top 10 games were of a particular year. Uh, this time around, the year we are going with is 2008. You guys have any particular memories, particular opinions about gaming in 2008? Um, hold on. First, let me check and see if I have any text messages from Adam. Mm, <gasps> no, I have no text messages from Adam. Mm. Yeah, 2008, this was, I was 18 years old. Anything no. else? Anything about no, the that's, consoles? That's, it. Or... that's all the memories I got. I mean, yeah, I was. I had one more year left in, uh, or I guess one more semester left in high school. So I was into games as well as just trying to work part time at Walgreens. <laughs> was I still at Walgreens? I don't remember. This actually my was the year of... that I got. This was the year that I got my PlayStation Three, and I specifically got the Metal Gear Solid Four Guns of the Patriots version of it because mm. they announced that they were removing backwards compatibility from the PlayStation 3. And so mm, I, yeah, yeah. I went downstairs, I think it was the summer, while I was at home between years of college, I went downstairs and said, Mom, Dad, they're removing PS2 backwards compatibility from the PlayStation. So like, whenever they're out of whatever they got, that's it. And my mom says, well, I guess we better go get one. <laughs> and so the one that they had nice. was the Metal Gear Solid 4 version. And, and then me, oh, and my, for you. me and my best friend at the time sat there and, and played the demo of Uncharted 4, and Nate's pants got wet when he walked into the water, and it blew our minds. Y you mean yeah. Uncharted 1? Uncharted 1, yeah. What did I say? Uncharted 4. No, four. Um, well, we had an early build. <laughs> <Very Apparently. early. laughs> wow. My, my thing about 2008 is I remember 2008 being the year where people's frustration at Nintendo like catering to the casual gamer really boiled over. I remember this being the year where everyone was like, man, there are like no Nintendo games for the core gamer anymore. But I feel like looking overall at like the overall 
landscape of gaming in 2008, it doesn't feel like this was like a banger year for PlayStation or Xbox either. Obviously, you got Metal Gear Solid 4, a huge game. But I feel like outside of that, it's not like there's like any big Xbox or PlayStation 3 games that immediately jump to mind either. But anyways, at least that's my recollection of this. Uh, Before we jump into this, I just want to say, man, this list was tough to assemble. This list was tough to assemble for reasons that we will get into in just a moment. Before we do, Chad, the Chad lock is still in play, which means that after I read the second clue of any entry on this list, you can say Chadlock, and at that point on, you exclusively have the right to answer what you think it is, and Adam can't intervene. Uh, and as usual, Madden is out of play, which means that right here, right now, I will reveal uh, that Madden NFL 09 is at the number five spot on this list, hmm. and so no need to guess that Five? One. Wow, I think it's an all-time low. Might be. <laughs> Chad, like Adam, are we ready to go? Ready. Go for it. Yeah. I'm, All I'm right. surprised, actually, that Chadlock is still in effect after how I wiped the floor with Adam last time. I figured we would want to, like, yeah. get okay. rid of it. That's okay. we'll, keep, it. We'll, keep, we'll keep it around. No, you heard the man. Get rid no, of it. Well, it's for, well, for history. You know, we're going to preserve history. <laughs> if Chad sweeps uh, this round again, but also for the record, you rarely ever use the Chadlock. You always you forget like about it. <laughs> Anyways, based on your performance in this game, we'll either permanently remove it or keep it in play. All right. Number 11, the 11th best-selling game of the year 2008, per the NPD group, is a sequel to a game that was on the 2007 list. It is the second game in a very popular series of the time that no longer exists in the year of our Lord, 2024. It was published. Rock Band 2? That is correct. Oh. Adam, give yourself one point. All righty. All right, here we go. Number 10. The 10th best-selling game of the year 2008 per the NPD group is a Nintendo game. It was a major Wii game to feature online play as a core component of its experience. It could be played with many different controller types. Mario Kart Wii? That is incorrect. Super Smash Bros. Brawl. That is correct. Yeah. Chad, Mm. give yourself one point. Did it. Number nine. The ninth best-selling game of the year 2008 per the NPD group is another Nintendo game. Mario Kart Wii. That is correct. Chad's in the lead. (laughs) Number eight. The eighth best-selling game of the year 2008 per the NBD group is a shooter. It follows the exploits of U.S. Marine Raider Private C. Miller and Soviet Red Army Private Dmitry Petrenko. It was the first entry in its series to feature the undead. Call of Duty World at War. That is correct. Call of Duty what? World at War. World at War. Oh. World at War. And I'll just, um, I didn't get a chance to say this, but I will say the last clue that I had for this one that I didn't get a chance to say was, and starting in 2009, this series is going to be the next video game series after Madden that I will stop asking <laughs> you to guess where it is on these lists. Because oh, man. I, I still wanted you guys to guess this one because Call of Duty World at War was a bit of a dip after Modern Warfare 
Modern Warfare was at number four on its list, and this one is at number eight. And so I figured might be interesting because like you might not exactly know where to guess this one. Uh, but from Black Ops onwards, I'm not going to bother with mm. asking that. I appreciate one. that because it's always going to be like number one. Or number I would two. I would never be able to tell you which COD. Black Ops one two three four still, Man of War model uh, advanced war I would never I would have never got the subtitles for bonus points I'll still ask you to guess what Call of Duty game it is okay. and I'll give you bonus points based on that all right number seven the seventh best selling game of the year two thousand eight per the MPD group is a returning game from the two thousand seven list hmm. it's a Nintendo game that doesn't feature Mario. It came packaged. We play. That is correct. We play, which means that Chad has three points. Adam has good. two points. Yeah. Three is a good number to have right now at this point in the game. Mm -hmm. All right. Number six. The sixth best-selling game of the year 2008 is the latest entry in a series that performed very well during the early to mid-2000s. Its box art like many prior entries in its series, features a helicopter and at least one gun. Just Cause 3. Incorrect. Poops. Also, didn't Just Cause 3 come out in like 2017? I have no idea. I just knew they had a helicopter <laughs> and a gun. <laughs> it would go on to receive two large and well-regarded expansion packs. And Adam would tell you that people often confused the numeral in its title with IV. Oh, Grand GTA Theft Auto 4. 4. Shit. Grand Theft Auto 4 is indeed correct. Uh, a fun fact about the... gun on the cover. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, that's wait. a funny Can thing. you repeat the first clue? Uh, a series that performed very well during the early to mid-2000s. What was the second clue? I, something in there was like, it's the most recent version of this game. No, I don't think so. It's box art like many prior entries in its series features a helicopter and at least one gun. Okay. Okay. I only bring up the second point because like that is like one of those weird trends in the box arts of all the GTA games is that they always feature a helicopter, which I only mention because of course you can drive helicopters in the GTA games but only from Vice City onwards, but you the the GTA three box art still has a helicopter in its <laughs> art, and so I figured well, that's a weird trend. You can shoot. All him. right, yeah. <laughs> Number five is Madden NFL 09. Uh, mm -hmm. Adam, do you know who is on the cover of George this Lucas version of Madden? <laughs> it's definitely not George Lucas. Was 09? Um, let's see, because it, was it Brett Favre? It was Brett Favre. Yep. There you go. Congratulations. Bonus mm. points for that one. No, which bonus is to zero. No points. Yeah. <laughs> Chad, well, calm down. It, you get the ranking, you get like the additional like add-on of saying that you have bonus points, but exactly how many points your bonus points equate to is unknown. It's nebulous. Number four, the fourth best-selling game of the year 2008 per the NPD group is another returning entry from the 2007 list. It is a game that was published by Activision. Guitar Hero 3. Guitar Hero 3. That is correct. Right. I will give you both first. points on that one. I'll give you both okay. points on that one. Because <laughs> okay. it was incredibly close. Okay, okay. Chat, uh, Adam is still in the lead, so anyways. I thought we are tied. All right. No, I, I think Adam overtook you. Or did you? No, I, I think we're tied. Yeah, I, think I we're have tied. four. 
including the tie that we just did. Yeah, Yeah. I also have four. Uh, Yeah, that's correct. You are both tied now. All right, here we go. Dead Heat. Number three, Uh, the third best-selling game of the year 2008 per the NPD group is another Nintendo game. Uh, The tides have turned back during the, like, GameCube, PS2, original Xbox era. There were, like, no Nintendo games in sight, but Nintendo's doing quite well for itself. This is a game that introduced a character that was added to the Super Smash Bros. series in Smash 4 for Wii U and 3DS. There's a game that is incorrect. Pretty close, but... Not quite. Bayonetta two. Oh, it's also not Bayonetta two. Keep saying the clues. Keep saying the clues, bud. Uh, it's a game that gave us one of Reggie Filzami's most famous quotes, and it is yet another game that is played with a plastic peripheral, but it's not a music game. Hmm. Oh, is it a We Fit? It is We Fit. Uh, there we go. Yeah, the and here we go. Board. Yeah. Adam, Adam scoots ahead. All right, here we go. Number two. The second best-selling game, the year 2008, per the NPD group, is a game in the same franchise as another game on this list. It's another peripheral game. Rock Band 3. Uh, that is incorrect. Um, Guitar Hero... No, Beatles Rock Band. That is also incorrect. Both have one additional guess, so choose wisely. Mm-hmm. Its subtitle... Guitar Hero Aerosmith. ...refers to something that is incorrect. Fudge. Chad, you can no longer guess. Its subtitle refers to something that many mega-popular bands have done. And... Mm. It also used to have an IV in its name, but that got dropped by the time of its release in favor of its final subtitle. Guitar Hero on tour. No, uh, nope. Can I? Uh, can I get bragging I'm gonna rights? give you. Don't give him any points. I'm gonna That's give you. Right. Give me something. That's as right as Guitar, guitar Hero Four. I don't know. <laughs> no. I'm gonna give Adam uh, point three points. Can I get another point three if uh, I say it's World looking for. Uh, I'll give you point two points. You motherfucker. <laughs> I was looking for Guitar Hero World Tour, also oh, known World as Guitar Tour. Hero 4. All right, here we go. Number one. And finally, the number one best-selling game of the year 2008 per the MPD group is another returning game from the 2007 list. Hmm. It is a game that ranked extremely high on the 2007 list. Rock Band 2? Star Hero 3. Sorry, can you, Adam, re-say what you said? Guitar Hero 3? Chad, what'd you say? Rock Band 2. Uh, both incorrect. Okay. 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 <sighs> this game's franchise has already been represented by one other game on this list. And while it allowed for a considerable amount of downloadable content. Rock Band. One. That is correct. Oh, suck it, Adam. You it lost. was indeed Rock Band. How many points did you end up with? Point nine higher than you did. <laughs> no, I don't think you did. I think I did. I was going to say, I'm pretty did sure. Did I not? 
Now my point three beach. I beat you by point one points. Oh, son of you a know bitch! What? You know what? No, because uh, no, I, I'm going to say get... shit. You're right. All right, yeah, Chad. Right. Chad, if you want, <laughs> Chad, if you want to fight, fight tooth and nail over this one, we'll go no, to not. the number twelve spot. <laughs> number twelve spot. Any either of you want to take a guess at this one? Oh, because you don't have clues written. Um... Fallout 3? It's an Activision game. Okay. It's a game and a franchise that was in the top 11. Modern Warfare 2? Uh, that is incorrect. Hmm. Hmm. It is hmm. a game that features an iconically green box art. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. That is correct. There we go. Yeah, that, that one doesn't officially count. wins. That one doesn't count. I only lost by point oh, one points. Oh, 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 I only lost by point one points. He said I officially win. <laughs> okay. Uh, funny, some funny. other highlights from the. Wait, Chad, check your text messages real quick. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to check my text. Go ahead, Cozy. I don't want to interrupt. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, some other highlights from the twelve to twentieth spots. Uh, at the number thirteen spot, we have Gears of War two uh, sitting mm -hmm. in there, not as high as I thought it would would have been. I thought. Considering that the original Gears of War like did so well, was on it the like list four or five on that list or something? It was up there. In what was it? Uh, in the 2006 list, uh, Gears of War one was at the number two spot. Two, That's yeah, right. yeah, a, a little. Which is yeah, it's just shocking because like my my like m as somebody that never played it, my impression of Gears of War two was you know maybe not the best gate rated game in the world, but like a game that was very heavily anticipated and did gangbusters mm. at the time of its release. So a little bit a little bit surprising to see that it didn't nudge into the top 11, but that's like a very competitive top 11 to be I fair. I will say, yeah. I know you're still going through them. This this top 11 that we did, it's clearly people were playing their Wii and they were playing peripheral games. That's all that people did this year. Yep. It's just play every I, peripheral game. I said this game at the beginning. You understand why this is so hard for me to write because it's like, yeah. oh, great. Here we go. Another <laughs> rock band game. Another Guitar Hero game. More what garbage. else can I say about these games that won't immediately give it away or at least will simultaneously give enough specificity so you know which rock band or Guitar Hero game I'm talking about? This was also yeah. the year uh, like that Nintendo Wii was still scarce and it was hard to find. So if you mm -hmm. if you had a Wii, like you were the most popular person on the face of it. Like I remember at in college, this was freshman year of college, I had a Wii and people were like, oh my God, you, my roommate Chris, like, oh my God, you and Chris, like, we've been here, we've heard rumors. Are you Mike and Chris with the Wii? <laughs> I used to go by Mike back then. Are you Mike and Chris with the Wii? And we're like, yeah, that's us. You want to come over? That's us. You actually, Chad, you actually just unlocked a core memory because 2008 was also the year that I got my Nintendo Wii. In fact, tying it into a conversation that we had earlier in the podcast, my parents got it for me for my birthday that year. Oh. They basically were like, yeah, we don't know if we're going to be able to find this Wii. S stock shortages are really low, but they managed to pull through and it was a genuine surprise and i was really happy happy birthday <laughs> real quick <laughs> my text message just says i live bitch lol so thanks thanks adam mm -hmm. go ahead a couple of their highlights uh at the number 14 spot on this list star wars the force unleashed huh? oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, big okay. game that we tend to forget about uh at number 15 uh guitar hero aerosmith which means <laughs> that motherfucker. in total we we have aerosmith World Tour, aka four, uh, and Legends of Rock, all within the top twenty on this list. Jesus Unbelievable! Christ. 
And uh, at the number 16 spot, we have Fallout 3. Okay. And that that's the game. TMI with NPD for the year 2008. Fallout 3 was the game that uh, made me get an HDTV. Because I played it on my Thank PS3, you. and all the text was illegible on my CRT. I was like, well. For me, it was uh, Dead Rising, because it literally, you could not read the text if you didn't have an HDTV. Yep. 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 Oh, I'm trying to remember, what was the game that finally convinced me to do so? Because I definitely remember, Chad, experiencing exactly what you were describing when I played Fallout 3 as well, but I don't think I got mine immediately after that one, or maybe I did. I can't remember. Well, that's Pretty it for good. Game on Game Show, and that is it for episode 339 of Respawn Aim Fire. You've got homework. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash respawn aim fire. While you're there, you'll learn that, hey, our barf game this month is Signalis. S-I-G-N-A-L-I-S. Signalis. Signalis. That sounds like a boner pill, Signalis. Ask your doctor if Signalis is right for you. Uh, yeah, that's what we're playing this this month. You all voted for it. It won. We're playing it. If you want to tell us about it, come on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Send us a little message. Maybe just send us an email like Alex used to do before he was a regular on the show, and then we would forget to read hey, it, and then we it. would read it the next month yeah. on the... It was the wrong month's game, but we would Not we, the, you. Me, yeah. <laughs> um, so send that in, um, and then in just a couple of short weeks, we'll be voting on February, so make sure you're there for that. You also get, as part of patreon.com slash responding fire for just $1, access to our early uh, one-month exclusivity on RAF game shows. And uh, this current exclusive one is our audio commentary <laughs> on Elf Bowling, Elves Strike at the North Pole. Elf, or elf Strike. North Pole elf Strike. Bowling, the Great North Pole Elf Strike. That one. Oh a my wonderful God, movie that, one. So that we good. did a wonderful commentary for. There allegedly for is a, a link to a YouTube video version of the movie in the description of that episode. I haven't seen it or cannot confirm myself, but you can watch that movie along with us and listen to our commentary throughout, and it's a good time. Uh, and then everyone else will get access to that on February 1st, and our patrons will get access to a brand new exclusive one in early February as well. Um, go to youtube.com slash at cozy bear seven, two, three, one, and view all of his past things to prepare for Wednesday, the 24th cozy bear cooking show at eight thirty Eastern time. Did I get that all correct? Uh, you will be able to tune in and watch the debut of Cozy Bear's Cooking Season 4 uh, on Wednesday, Wednesday, January 24th, uh, over on twitch.tv slash Cozy Bear Live at 8.30 p.m. EST. EST. And that's it, everyone. Uh, Cozy, thank you again for joining us as our RAF regular, doing TMI. Adam, thanks for just being a dope dude. Oh, and, thank you. Uh, me? Look at that girl from Detroit on the screen. <laughs> oh, she is. She's, she's here. She is. She's here, and that's our sign-off. <laughs> <laughs>